Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. On Thursdays, as usual, it's just me talking about something in the health and fitness industries that I find relevant, that I want to expand on from a former conversation that I didn't get to talk about. And sometimes it overlaps into life lessons, and it is going to today also. I spoke with Matthew Januzak, who's a, I guess you would call him a serial entrepreneur. He started a lot of businesses and been very successful over the course of his career, and his episode's coming out Monday. And in that conversation, he had mentioned something about being introspective. And in my book, Fitness Business 101, it talks about understanding who you are as a person and making sure that you use and accentuate those skill sets to become successful as a fitness business professional. I talk about this all the time in the book, um, or I relay back to the book when I talk about this. There are different personalities in the training industry. Sometimes you have people who are a bit more jovial and friendly, and they're really good and friendly, and they're really good with people. And then you have people who are more direct, they're anatomical sleuths, they see the body better. And ultimately, we should be good at both of those things. But if you're coming into the industry, and you're favoring one of those sides, you need to pick a profession that allows you to use those skill sets to advance quicker in your career so that you can make money, so that you can take time off, so that you can spend more money outside the business, in the business, on the business difference, which we talked about in the episode with Pat, right? You want to be spending money, excuse me, spending time on the business, not in the business, but you can't do that until you're making enough money where you can step away. So you want to find what you do well. For example, in the personal training industry, if you are somebody who is an anatomical sleuth, you're very direct, but you're a little bit awkward. Well, you don't want to be teaching group fitness. Maybe you're not even ready to do one-on-one personal training sessions, but what you can do is you can meet with people and do assessments, and then you can build them plans, and you can give people plans quickly because you don't have to spend a full hour with people when you do quick assessments, and then you just give them a plan and check in. You see all their numbers, and you're more of the numbers guy right away. Vice versa. If you're somebody who's like, you know what, I don't really think I know everything about the body, and it's going to take me a little bit of time to really get comfortable with the kinesiology portion of this. I don't know all the stretches. I don't know all the muscles. Well, then maybe you need to teach group fitness or small group fitness classes and teach inside of a demographic which you feel comfortable. Maybe you're a 36-year-old mom, so you want to teach other 30-year-old moms. You you understand their bodies a little bit better. So, But, but this, this translates into the rest of your life. People don't see this, wherein they're just not introspective. And they ruin jobs and relationships and finances and all of these other things because they focus on trying to change themselves too much instead of just working with themselves. And there are a lot of things that we just can't change, right? We have a lot of innate things inside of us that we're just not going to be changing. So if you can accept those things and work with those things, it'll be better. And you'll notice that in relationships. I'm married. There's things I'm great at and there's things I'm bad at. And I made sure that I married somebody that is good at the things I'm not good at and vice versa so that we can work together. And I think that's very important in relationships. I'm not here to talk about relationships specifically with, let's say, a husband and wife, but I'm here to talk about your business partnerships, your your client relationships, all of these different relationships, you have to be honest with yourself. What are you good at? What are you not good at? Because in business, you're going to have to take tasks off your plate and give them to other people. And what tasks do you want to give to other people? Well, typically the tasks that you're not good at. That doesn't mean you shouldn't give them a go. You shouldn't try them. But ultimately, you want to focus on the things that you're good at. And you want to get those other tasks off your plate to other people. I have virtual assistants. I have other employees that I hire 
to do the tasks. And it's not just because I don't have enough time. It's because I'm not good at them. I can't be good at everything. So I make sure that I train those people how to do it, or I find those people who are better than me at doing that task, and I hire them. And that's how you grow your business, but that's also how you grow in life. You grow in your relationships. You be introspective and say, what am I good at? What am I not good at? Is this a fixable thing in my life? Can I fix this issue? Or is this just something I should not fight against? This is a wall in which I'm, I can continue to push, but I'm wasting my time. Why not make sure that I can hire somebody else who can do this for me on my behalf, who is better at this than I am? Their brain works in a different way. Their motivations are elsewhere. Mine are not there. I'm going to go work on the tasks that I'm better at in business. So with me running a podcast, having another uh, two software businesses, running a personal training virtual business, and having a family, I have to be honest with myself on the things I'm good at and the things I'm not good at. And for my family, I cook, I clean, I can do those things. Those are easy. I, I handle the finances, no problem. What's difficult for me is, let's say, uh, babysitting for six hours. I can't do it. It's very difficult for me to babysit for six hours. So eventually I need help. So I call a babysitter and the babysitter can help me. And that babysitter allows me to do the things that I'm good at to help my family because I'm not a great babysitter. And you just have to be honest with yourself. That doesn't mean you always are running away from the things that you're not great at. You have to give them a try. You have to make sure that you have some sort of understanding of the process that makes you a better person, that makes you a stronger person. And that also allows you to have an idea if people are cheating you. For example, I hired some virtual assistants to do a task and I had no idea that they were sort of you know, messing around and not putting the effort in until I did the task myself. And then I said, hey, listen, this should actually be taking you three hours. It's taking you seven hours. So I know that, you know, you have been, you know, kind of pulling, pulling one over on me here. So you're on me here. So you want to make sure that you do these tasks and you have some sort of idea of what they are. But ultimately, if you're not good at it, if you don't enjoy it, you have to push these tasks off your plate. And this may seem like it's only relevant to business owners, but that's not the case. Even if you're working for a facility or for a person, let's say you're in the medical industry and you don't care about volume. I could see 24, 25 patients a day, but what I can't do is talk about all the subjective stuff. I can't have parents come in talking about, I think my child is depressed. I think they might have ADHD. Instead, you're just better at being an anatomical sleuth. So you decide to go a route where you can just see things that are, that are more uh, objective, like broken ankles. That's easier, right? You're not going to argue with a broken ankle. You just look at an x-ray and it's either broken or it's not. Um, so there, you can, you can reframe this in any industry. Be introspective. What can you handle? What can you not? I actually talked a lot about this in a medical episode with Meg Letty talking about burnout. And one of the reasons people burn out is because they force themselves to do things that they're not great at time and time again that they don't enjoy. Even though they know they don't, they, sometimes they think there's no way out, but, but they're just not being introspective and saying, hey, there's a place for me in this job market, but I have to manipulate the job slightly. And there's always a give and a take. What can you handle? What can you not handle? Even I'm going to go back to fitness, right? Because that's my forte. I remember being able to do four or five TRX small group training classes in a row where I had 10 or 12 people in there. Now they take up a lot of energy because I have to demonstrate the movements and the motions. But for me, TRX 
is so easy. I've done thousands of TRX classes that I don't have to think much about it. So I was I was glad to take them on. Of course, I'll do four or five of these in a row. No problem. I can do these in my sleep. Whereas in, I rather have done five of those than have to teach two or three classes that I'm not as comfortable in, that I have to put so much energy and effort into designing the class before and afterwards and not just be able to show up for the class. So you have, what am I willing to do? What am I good at? What is easy for me? What is not going to burn me out the most? And what is best for my overall business model? Now, sometimes you don't have to get the, you don't have the choice in that matter if you're brand new. But as you advance in your career, these are things you have to start looking at. So, so number one, you don't burn out. So number two, you're not ruining relationships in and outside of your business. And number three, you're being the most productive human and worker that you can possibly be. This has been an episode of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform. And feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.